Blog Talk Radio.
Father God, I thank you, God, for another night, God, to sit here before you, God, and minister to your people what it is that you gave me to give to them, God, to tell them the way that you told me, God, so that we all can be blessed, God, so that your name may get the glory. I thank you for coming into the room tonight and being among us on prolific fire on tonight, God. And I ask that you use me mightily tonight, God. Sit me down and you stand up. Use me to your benefit, however you see fit. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. And as I always say, I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it for tonight. The foundational text comes from 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. That's 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 4 and 5 from the NIV. It reads as following. Whenever the day came for Elkanah to sacrifice, he would give portions of the meat to his wife, Panana, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion because he loved her and the Lord had closed her womb. Notice I put emphasis on the word and because he loved her and the Lord had closed Hannah's womb. That's why he gave her a double portion. Again, that's First Samuel 1, verses 4 and 5 from the NIV. If you were tuned in last week, then you know that tonight's foundation is actually a portion of the same text we discussed last week. But the Holy Spirit pointed something out to me last week that I had to come back and share. When I got to when I got to these two verses, first Samuel one verses four and five NIV last week. While live on the air, I heard Holy Spirit say, overcompensating. Elkanah was overcompensating Hannah in his giving. That's what the Holy Spirit says, overcompensating. Elkanah was overcompensating Hannah in his giving. Therefore, tonight's message is entitled, overcompensating. You see, overcompensating is when you find yourself giving more, doing way more than what's expected of you, either out of love or perhaps you're doing what you're doing out of guilt to try to make up for something that went wrong or something that is wrong, etc. Talk about it. Let's talk about it. While it's clear from tonight's foundational text that Elkanah loved Hannah, it's also clear that he felt some kind of way about Hannah not being able to have children. So he decided he took it upon himself to give her more, to give more to her, as if throwing material stuff at his wife's problem would somehow help her. It will somehow help her, help her cope with not being a mother, not being able to conceive. But I'm told that's the way men are. Here's the thing, though. 
Sometimes we as women just want the men in our life to listen. Whether it's a husband or boyfriend or uncle or cousin, we just want the men in our life to listen. Not fix the problem for us. Not fix the problem for us. Just listen. Apparently, that's not how men are made. At least that's what I'm told. Apparently, that's not how men are made. They are fixers, doers. They want to do something, not just listen to our problem, not just listen to our pain. Poel Connor, he was stuck listening, watching what Hannah was going through on a daily basis, wanting to get pregnant, trying to get pregnant, praying to get pregnant, but then realizing somewhere along the way that God had closed her womb. Can you imagine the sleepless night, the nights the nice Hannah spent trouble asking God why, asking God why? Why put Nana has children? Why this woman and that woman over there has children, but I have no children? Can you imagine how she would just break down and cry? Can you imagine tonight how she would just break down and cry? Because reading the Bible, you got to use your imagination to bring this this picture that the Lord is trying to show us to life. Can you imagine how she would just break down and cry? Somebody, you don't have to imagine. I know you don't have to imagine because Hannah's pain is your pain. You don't have to imagine because Hannah's pain is your pain. You are having trouble conceiving. There are some infertility issues going on. If that's you or somebody else you know, I want you to lay your hand on your body. Either you're laying your hand on your body for you or you're laying your hand on your body for that other person that you know. Is a point of contact. I decree and declare that in the name of Jesus, the next time you go to the doctor, that issue or issues that have been a hindrance will no longer exist. Somebody, I hear this in my spirit. God is reversing the deadness of your womb. I said God is reversing the deadness of your womb. In the words of my pastor, Dr. Sharon Nesbitt, This is reversal season. God is reversing some things. This is reversal season. God is reversing some things. And whatever is going on in the natural, the same thing is going on in the spirit. And so Elkanah's Elkanah's response was, of course, to every year give Hannah a double portion of his material stuff. And from tonight's foundational text, it looks like Elkanah could afford to do so. And from tonight's foundational text, it looks like Elkanah could afford to do just that, as it was something that he did every year without fail. But you, I'm talking to a man now, but you, you are giving your wife way more than you can afford. Secretly, you're trying to make up for where you feel. You have fallen short as a man. Man, let me tell you something. 
Let me tell you something tonight. If she loves you, then she loves you with nothing added, just you. You are the who and the what that makes her day. If she loves you, then she loves you with nothing added, just you. You are the who and the what that makes her day. Sit her down. I dare you. I double dog dare you to sit her down and talk to her. You will discover that you are the only one that feels you have fallen short as a man. Your wife doesn't feel that way. She doesn't feel that way at all. I want you to stop condemning yourself. Stop condemning yourself, tearing yourself down, and stop overcompensating, trying to make yourself feel better. And stop overcompensating, trying to make yourself feel better. Because God says men are not the only ones who are overcompensating. Women, I'm coming for you. Because God says men are not the only ones who are guilty of overcompensating. But there are some women, especially some mothers out there, who because you are currently in your feelings, feeling some kind of way about your children's father and him not being in their life, because you're in your feelings and feeling some kind of way about your children's father and him not being in their life, you find yourself giving more, trying to do more for them to make up for the absence of their father. Again, that's overcompensating. Beloved, no matter how hard you try, hear me good. Beloved, no matter how hard you try, no matter how much you give to your children or do for your children, you will never be able to replace their father. It's sad, but it's true. The same way Elkanah in tonight's foundational text couldn't ease Hannah's pain by giving more to her, by doing more for her, neither can you. You cannot be a mother and a father to your children. You cannot be a mother and a father to your children. Remember, Scripture tells man to leave his father and mother and cling to his wife. That's Genesis 2 and 24 from the King James Version. Scripture tells man to leave his father and his mother and cling to his wife. In this scripture, notice how God specifically told man to leave his father and his mother. Two separate people. They were two separate people different from each other. Not just the one person. Not just the one person trying to be both father and mother in the home. That was never what God intended for it to be. That was never what God intended for it to be. I understand circumstances happen, life happens, and it ends up that way. Sad, it ends up that way in some cases. But that was never the way God intended it. Matthew 1 confirms it. Matthew 1 confirms it. In Matthew chapter 1, both Mary and Joseph played a part in Joseph played a part in Jesus' young life. Both Mary and Joseph played a part in Jesus' young life. Let's read verse 21. It says, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. That's Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. 
from the NIV. She, meaning Mary, will give birth to a son. That was her role, the part she would play. She would give birth to a son. That was her role, the part that Mary would play. She would give birth to her son. After carrying him, carrying him for nine months, she would give birth to her son. But the Lord said to Joseph, but the Lord said to Joseph, but you, Joseph, are to give him the name Jesus. So here we see that both Mary, Jesus' mother, and Joseph, his earthly father, had a role in the development of who he was. So both Mary, Jesus's mother, and Joseph, his earthly father, chosen by God for him to be the earthly father. Both Joseph, both Mary and Joseph, his earthly father, had a role in the development of who he was. It wouldn't have been humanly it would have been humanly impossible. It would have been humanly impossible for Joseph to give birth to Jesus. It don't even sound right. He wouldn't have been able to do that. And equally so, it would have been out of the will of God for Mary to take it up on herself to name Jesus. That was Joseph, Joseph's job. She could have stepped up if she had to, like most mothers are doing today. I understand you're doing what you got to do. And I pray more strength on you, more strength to you, but you cannot be both mother and father. But if Mary had to, I'm quite sure she would have stepped up and tried to give her son a name. Had Joseph decided to be an absentee dad, had he decided to forego, forego what God was saying, forego what the Holy Spirit was saying and just decided that he wasn't going to have no no part of the whole situation and stepped aside. I'm sure Mary could have stepped up and gave her son a name had Joseph decided to be that way. But still, Jesus' identity would have been tied to Joseph because God told Joseph to name him. Because God told Joseph to name him, it was a specific order. He told Joseph to name him, to establish his identity. Not just name him, but to establish his identity, who he was in the earth. Jesus was known as the carpenter's son in the earth. And the reason he was known as the carpenter's son was because of Joseph. Joseph was a carpenter. God deliberately linked them together. So Joseph had to play his part. His part was to name Jesus and to establish his uh, his identity in the earth. That's why a lot of children go through identity crisis, thinking they are something they are not, because the man, the father, is not there in his proper place, physically, mentally, or spiritually, to tell their child who they are, to affirm their identity. Not just tell them who they are, but to affirm their identity. And as a single mother, the best thing you can do, not the only thing you can do, as we like to say, but I'm telling you it's the best thing that you can do. The best thing as a single mother that you can do is pray and give it to God. Do your part, mother. Continue to do your part. As I said earlier, I pray strength on you. I pray strength with you, the strength of the Lord. Do your part, but that's all you can do. Pray. And give it to God from there. And stop 
overcompensating. Oh, no, I ain't forgot. Stop overcompensating. Then God says, there are those of you, like the woman at the well, who have been going back and forth. You have been going back and forth physically and spiritually. You're going back and forth, carrying what you thought you needed, going after what you thought you needed. Even though inside you are still empty, even even though inside you are still empty, and so you fall for the first man that seems to be able to fulfill that part of you. And truth be told, you hate yourself for that. And truth be told, you hate yourself for that. You have been trying to ease the pain. You have been trying to ease the pain, going. From man to man. You have been trying to ease the pain by going from man to man to man. That's been your way of overcompensating. And the people who have been talking about you, they don't even realize every bad relationship was you trying to overcompensate. Was your way of trying to overcompensate for something else. It really wasn't about that. It was about something else that went wrong. Overcompensate for something else that is wrong. Now, with all that in mind, I'm going to do something that I ain't never did on Polyphify. Tonight, I'm going to give you some homework. That's right. Tonight, I'm going to give you some homework. Via the leading of the Holy Spirit, your homework is simply this, to study John 4. I mean, don't read it. Don't just read it and put it down and say, okay, Prophet says I got it. No, I want you to study John 4 because there is more there there than just coming, than just a woman coming to get some water because there is more there than just a woman coming to get some, some water. So your homework is to study John 4. John 4 because there is more there than just a woman coming to get some water. And I'll close with these thoughts. You know I like to make you think on prolific fire, so think about this. If she really just wanted some water, how come she went off and left her water pot? If she really just wanted some water, how come she went off and left her water pot? And if she was really happy at home, how come she wasn't in a hurry to go back home after talking to Jesus? I got some more that the Lord has put in my spirit, but that's far as I'm going to go. See, I'm going to study John 4. I'm going to do it too. I'm going to study John 4 and come back the following Monday, September the 5th, and share. I'm going to come back on September the 5th, and I'm going to share. Study John 4 with you, which is your homework. We're going to do it together, and I'm going to come back the following Monday, September the 5th, and share. Now, you don't have to share with me what Holy Spirit shows you in studying John 4, unless, of course, you want to. It's optional. You don't have to. But if you want to, you can. If you want to share with me from John 4, text me or email me or hit me up on social media. Remember to not just read read it, but actually study John 4. And on September the 5th, we will come back. We will come back together. And be healed together as a prolific fire family. The Bible says, remember the Bible says that studying is the way to show yourself approved. Second Timothy 2 and 15, King James Version. We need to study because it's time we, all of us, 
stop overcompensating in some area of our lives. And I don't believe that there's nobody present here tonight listening here later on that can say that you're not overcompensating in some area of your life. Maybe I didn't call out your issue tonight, but the Lord knows what your issue is. Issue is that you're overcompensating about, compensating about. He knows what it is. Because we're all doing it in some area of our lives. I just called out what the Holy Spirit gave me. I want you to be aware that Prophet's pay will be ministering to us next week. However, Holy Spirit leads. I'm looking forward to that as always. So come back and be with us. Father God, thank you for flowing tonight via your Holy Spirit, causing somebody to repent, to re- resubmit, to give themselves to Jesus for the first time in their life tonight and for the rest of their lives. May he be, may Jesus be their Lord and Savior. Now, I don't open the phone lines on Polyphify anymore because of the subject matter. The Holy Spirit led me to not do that, to not put people on the spot because Polyphify is heard all over, not just in the United States. So if you need prayer, a Bible-based consultation, you can call me one-on-one in private at the phone number 865-408-8690, You can call or text or email prolificfire at gmail.com. Also, you can go to prolificfire.com and leave your prayer request. You can donate. You can do so many things on prolificfire at com as well, so check it out. Once again, if you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, text me, call me, or email me, or hit me up on social media. Also, if you want to share your homework, call me, text me, email me, hit me up on social media. Do whatever works for you. And if you feel led to sow, only if you feel led to sow, go to go to paypal.me slash prolificfire. That's paypal.me slash prolificfire. Or you can use Cash App. It's a dollar symbol, Prolificifier. The P in Prolific is capped, the F in five is capped, the written all together, Prolificifier. Dollar symbol in front. Also, you can go to the website, Prolificifier.com, and donate. On the website, it takes PayPal, all types of credit cards. So if you need to do that, if you feel led to do it, then do that. And I would like to bless everybody that is doing that. I pray that the Lord bless it back to you 36 and 100-fold. According to your faith, be it unto you, through 9 and 29. You can find me on Twitter at Prolificfire, on Instagram at Prophet Stacy, like the Prolificfire Ministry Facebook page. Announcement, this is important. Keep this in mind. There will be no faith on the line this Friday. There will be no faith on the line this Friday. Prophet's page will be back leading us in prayer the following Friday. There will be no faith on the line this Friday. Prophet's page will be back leading us leading us in prayer and encouraging us the following Friday. But if you just want to hear her voice ministering, be sure to join us next Monday, and she will be the speaker. Amen. And do your homework, and I will get back to you with that homework on September the 5th. I'm going to study, too, and we're going to come together, and I'm going to release what the Lord is saying to me. 
about the whole situation because it's time that we stop overcompensating. And in whatever area that we're doing it, it's time that we stop it in the name of Jesus. To God be the glory. I pray that you will bless on tonight. Everybody, I'm out. Have an awesome night in the Lord. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.